0: Welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. And I'm Matt. (laughs) And joining us today is our friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan.
1: Hi, thank you guys for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. And this is another episode in our 13 days of Halloween, where for the 13 days leading up to Halloween, we talk about a scary movie. And today's movie is Nosferatu. Matt's going to tell us about it.
2: Yeah, the classic uh, F.W. Murnau film, Uh, It's the 100th anniversary of Nosferatu. It came out in uh, 1922. And so, yeah, it is basically a retelling of the Dracula story. Um, In fact, I read somewhere it's like a sort of a uncredited (laughs) uh, Dracula retelling. But, yeah, um, our protagonist is uh, Jonathan Harker, and he is in... Where is this set at? Like it's it's some European country where it's set.
0: Originally, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they end up in Transylvania. Sure. Yeah, but, but
2: they end up in Transylvania. But yeah, so his um his boss. So Jonathan Harker, I mean, uh, basically in modern par- modern parlance, uh, Jonathan Harker works in real estate, and his <laughs> boss is like, so this dude named Count Orlok, he lives in Transylvania and he wants to buy some property here. Uh, so I want you to go over there and talk to him and finalize the deal. So. Jonathan Harker says goodbye to his wife and sets off uh, for the long, I guess, boat and horse and carriage <laughs> ride uh, to Transylvania, where he meets Count Orlok, who is Dracula, played by Matt Shrek, and um, yeah, I mean, Dracula—he's a—he's a vampire, and he then comes back to England and brings the plague with him, or a plague. And, you know, um, yeah, so this is uh, this is Dracula. Uh, Ryan, what, what do you think of this?
1: So this is a timeless piece of uh, cinema, especially for the silent era. Um, I really uh, enjoy Nosferatu, um, especially if uh, there's anybody out there that, you know, loves movie, loves movie history. This is a movie to watch. Um, it's a German expressionist um, horror film. Um, German expressionism is a uh, type of filmmaking and it was definitely had its era, um, in the twenties and it's, there's actually quite a bit of cool, um, pieces of movies that came out, um, during that time period. So, um, especially if you do love more of the horror side, I, I highly recommend watching some German expressionist films. Um, yeah, it, it is, it is pretty much it's Dracula. Um, but I believe they, uh, because of copyright, Things and issues. That's why they kind of altered a lot of stuff, uh, even like the name of Count Dracula to uh, Count Orlock. Um, so they kind of made it more German, um, especially for the audience. Um, so that's why there's a lot of different changes, but it really follows the same um, concept and timeline of the Dracula story. Uh, Max Schreck plays Count Orlock, um, the vampire who preys um, on the wife of his estate agent and brings a plague to their town. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, just, it's a good, timeless piece of cinema. Um, and it's uh, definitely a film to watch around the Halloween season.
0: Yeah, so it is your standard uh, Dracula story. <laughs> but, uh, you know, coming out in 1922, unless you'd read the Bram Stoker novel, this was probably fresh to you. This is certainly mm-hmm. the first cinematic uh, version of the story, um, and it's 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 well done. Uh, it, I think you you watch this movie for the atmosphere it creates. Um, I wouldn't call it scary, but it's it's certainly not scary by today's standards. But it's uh, it definitely creates a mood and an atmosphere, and it's just very creepy. And I think a lot of that goes to Certainly the direction um, and, you know, the the use of shadows and angles and um, there, there's some very iconic uh, shots. I think, you know, many people have seen the the shadow of, <laughs> of Nosferatu as he's going up the stairs. Um, but I think a lot of the, what I like about this movie is the performance of Max Shrek as Count Orlock. He's so bizarre and... You know, in, in some modern Dracula stories, Dracula is almost kind of handsome, depending on who's playing Dracula. Um, this is not that Dracula. This is a, this is a, he looks like a corpse. He looks ghastly, right? He's got the, these long hands that are like talons and, um, he's just really creepy looking. And um, he moves strangely and he seems to have these weird powers where he can make things move faster or he can he can make things just move on their own. And it's very interesting the way the movie does that. Um, so, yeah, watch it for that performance and for the mood that it creates. And um, yeah, well, I mean, what did you think about it, Matt?
2: It's interesting. So, uh, you, you, you and I rewatched this, uh, in, in anticipation of this episode, but I, I saw it first, at, uh, actually the Roger Ebert Film Festival many years ago. Um, uh, I, I, I think I liked it a bit more then. Part of it is sort of a theater experience. You know, I mean, the theater we saw it in is an old 1920s movie palace. And so there's a bit more atmosphere there just kind of around me. And seeing it with an audience and on a big screen uh, with a live orchestra, um, I think, was was kind of like, a, you know, the everything kind of came together. Uh, rewatching it here at home, um, <laughs> you know, it, it was fine. It it, uh, it certainly, I can certainly see how this was scary, you know, 100 years ago. Um, I always feel a little condescending when I say something like that, though, like, you know, oh, you know, Audiences hundred years ago were simpletons, and they they, they just took, took whatever. I don't mean it like that. I just mean you know things have changed and what we like. But um, yeah, the F. W. Murnau's direction is is pretty good in this, particularly toward the end when Dracula's on the prowl and he kind of almost becomes almost completely shadow-like. There, yeah. um, you see his creeping shadow and and uh, what have you. And hats off to the makeup artists because. I went and looked up Max Shrek who who plays Count Orlock the or Nosferatu, um, because I don't know, man. you, know, you see something a hundred years ago, and, you, and you're not sure how advanced they were in the makeup department, and you're like, did Max Shreck look like this? I mean, whatever. But he did not. Now he wouldn't have been a GQ model, <laughs> but he certainly looked miles different than you know than the character he was playing here. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's interesting. You, you this movie has a lot of. Um, of kind of elements that we've come to kind of see more of and, and and as filmmaking has gone on over the years. You know, you you've got you know your evil villain, you've got uh the hero, you've got the, the the damsel in distress, is you know, his wife, you've got um uh an angry mob, uh the and stuff, you know. So it's got a lot of those elements. Um and and it <laughs> you know it ends I won't say it ends abruptly but the way that like they dispatch Count Orlok I mean because here's the thing I mean if you've seen Dracula stuff or read the book you know I mean you know he gets he gets off but um, yeah it, it I don't know in modern films we're so used to there being these long drawn out almost never ending climactic battles <laughs> between the forces of good and evil and this movie like lock like the sun comes up and <laughs> poof he's gone and it ain't no like Michael Myers type like is he dead is that no wait he's good come- no nope. I mean movies <laughs> over wrap that up you know um, so that's that's that was maybe the most jarring thing in the whole film for me as a 2022 film goer film gore is like wow they just uh, he's dispatched he's done uh, yeah so uh, throw it back over to you Ryan
1: Yeah, so um, fun fact um, about this film is uh, uh, Bram Strokes, um, or Stoker's, um, the author of uh, Dracula, his uh, family did not like this movie. And even with the uh, altercations of uh, Nosferatu, um, they actually took it to court and the court ordered the film to be destroyed um, which it was, but several prints, um, were actually survived it being destroyed. So we almost not get those for out to, um, hmm. so it's a good thing that it, uh, these prints lasted and it was able to give us, um, this, this, you know, timeless film. Um, but yeah, tops off to the makeup department. Um, that is definitely, um, some, some A plus, um, makeup being right there and also uh, the, the shadows and um, anything with the you know has to do with the set designs and the mood of the film was all very eerie and creepy and and uh, Max uh tracked embodied uh Nosferatu. Um and so it's it's definitely um, a great movie to watch and especially one if you really enjoy film history.
2: I know that you are a big fan of the nineteen ninety two Batman Returns movies. I am. And Christopher Watkins character is called Max Shrek.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: So when you saw that, like, you know, I know you're a, a student of film. Did you mm-hmm. like point at the screen like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme from <laughs> uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? <laughs>
1: Um, I definitely didn't do that when I was little, but <laughs> as I got older and over the years, I started to catch on to little Tim Burton's, you know, nods to past cinema, which is a lot of fun to to see when you get older and pick up on things that directors like to do when they get influenced by yeah. previous works.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I, again, this movie I think is worth seeing for the, for the imagery and, and Mac Trek. When I, when I think about this movie, the first thing I think about is him rising out of the coffin <laughs> and he, he rises out like he's like he's you know stiff as a board like (laughs) it's 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 funny but it's also creepy um at the same time um
1: it's a movie that's referenced by all kinds of pop uh, culture and pieces of art throughout um our society i mean even people that you know might not um really know much about it i mean the he makes a, a little cameo in a SpongeBob episode back <laughs> in the early 2000s. So, you know, uh, he's he's all over the place. So it, it is a lot of fun to see, you know, something that's 100 years old still pop up. And people, you know, even that haven't seen the movie, they probably recognize his face of how he looks and how, and then they know that, oh, that's, that's Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, I know that I haven't seen the late '70s um, adaptation of Stephen King's *Salem's Lot*, but I, I know that they specifically modeled like one of the vampire characters in there after um, this Nosferatu, yeah. uh, which, if you look at them side, you know, side by side, you can totally see. Um, you know, so Ashley, you mentioned earlier how this 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 vampire, this Dracula, is not the the handsome pretty boy that we've gotten a lot over the years. Um, And I think that's cool. And another thing too is, so in almost every Dracula movie I've seen, there's almost always a scene where our hero will go into Dracula's lair, like during the day when he's asleep and open his coffin and you'll see Dracula. And seriously, so with these handsome Draculas over the years, whenever they do that, it's for me, one, not scary. And two, I'm just like, oh, look at him asleep. (laughs) <laughs> you know. But when when that scene happens in this movie, I'm like, that is a very it's it's just a still shot, right, of him sitting in his coffin, but it's very unsettling. Yeah. You know. It, um yeah. So no. It's a, this is a good classic. Yeah. One uh definitely as Ryan said to talk about or watch during uh the Halloween season. Uh Ryan, what would you give this out of ten?
1: I'd give it a
0: solid nine. Oh snap. Ashley? <laughs> Uh, it gets an 8 from me. Okay.
2: I'm coming in a little low. Sorry, guys. I give it a 6.5. <laughs> uh, so it is a 7.8 from us, and that is Nosferatu.